your day just got a whole lot better. You're listening to the Mutual Audio Drama Network. Hi, we're your good friends at the Internal Revenue Service with some exciting news. You just may get audited this year. (laughs) But I know what you're thinking. Gee, I want to make sure I get every nickel possible squeezed out of me during this audit. But who'll take care of my kids? Why, the IRS daycare. Yes, during your grueling ordeal, your kids will be in this spacious room where they can play without care. Hello, little boy. What's your name? Tommy. My, you brought a lot of toys with you. Yeah, this jet plane's my favorite. Too bad, because it's ours now. Hey, what? And we'll take this ball, this car, and this Nintendo DS. Those are my toys. Daddy gave them to me. Oh, in that case, we should estimate how many toys he'll give you next year and take this and this and this and this. You didn't leave me anything. Have fun, Tommy. Sir, we've got a problem in the corner. That big kid is knocking the little kids down and taking everything they have. I'll take care of this. You, you there. Yes, you the bully. You have quite the future working for the IRS. (laughs) The IRS daycare. It's about time your kids learned about real life. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Hello, and welcome to Planet Retcon number 9 from planetretcon.com. Katie, Hmm? you're here late. Oh. Yeah, what you doing staring out the window? Just thinking. Dangerous thing, that. Emma? Yeah? You ever look out there at all those stars? Every day. There's so many of them. And they've all got planets around them with people on them. And beyond those, there's just more and more and more. Billions of them. Makes you feel small. I mean, there's this whole big galaxy out there. What in all that am I worth? It doesn't work that way, Katie. What do you mean? Here. Look out there. You see those three stars in a line? Yeah. You see the middle one? The dimmer one of the three? Uh Uh-huh. That star doesn't look so special. It's not the brightest star, and it's not the one you'd use to chart your position, or even refer to normally. Yeah. But it has a name. Maybe you've heard of it. Saul. Saul? Yes, Saul. And around that star orbits a planet you may also have heard of. Earth. Earth. Yes, Earth. That little star there, that insignificant point of light, nearly glared out of view by the brighter stars around it. That's the birthplace of the human race. Huh. So next time you feel small, remember this. You don't need to shine so bright to make a difference. Emma? Yeah, Katie? You're talking about that middle star of those three right there. Yeah? The one that's flashing. It's flickering. Twinkling. Stars twinkle. No, it's flashing. Red and green. And it's getting brighter. Here, come away from the window for a sec. Look That's at this. no star. It's a spaceship. Katie. And wait a second. Isn't Earth in the western side of the galaxy? Do you know anything about what you're talking about? Katie, the point is the same. <laughs> Thanks, Emma. I appreciate it. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, I really needed the laugh tonight. See you tomorrow. (sighs) I had to choose the one point of light out there that was a Falcon spaceship.
PlanetRetcon.com presents The Stargate Cafe! Starring Bob Vogerl, Jamie Bartle, Jeffrey Vargo, and Lisa Clifford. Music by DJ Blob, Bob Vogerl. Sound effects by ElJudo.com. Written, directed, produced, executive produced. Lunch was bought by, and everything else, like post-production, and the webmaster, and everything else. Having no one appreciates me. By Wesley Clifford. This is a very special episode of the Stargate Cafe. The term very special episode is jointly trademarked by every single sitcom in the 80s. All rights reserved. Hey, hey, hey. John, isn't this usually your day off? It is, Emma. It is. I'm not here on business. I'm here on pleasure. Ew. Now, John, this is a public place. Not that kind of pleasure. I'm on vacation. I got a whole week off of work. Going anywhere special? I'm there right now. Here? You're going here on vacation? Half my life is spent in a cramped spaceship, and the other half is spent in some dive port waiting for a package. Funny. It seems you spend half your life here, and this doesn't look like a spaceship. You know what I mean. I figured, for my vacation, it'd be nice to spend some time with my friends. Oh, when will they arrive? Ha, ha, ha. Come on, Katie. I think it's sweet. And for that, John, you deserve a free appetizer. What you want? If it's free, I'll take the Hoff Loopers with an extra side of ranch. Hal. Already in the fryer. Katie, you got a new table. Where? Seven. They just sat down. Log it. Can they not see the sign? So, John, you're not doing anything all week? Not a thing. I'm going to sit around, maybe go to the sunroom for a couple hours, watch a holo or two. And there's a contact number in my little black armband I've been meaning to call. Oh, anybody I know? A gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. So, is it anybody I know? Abuse. That's all I get around here. Oh, customer. Be right back, John. Welcome to the Stargate Cafe, sir. What can I get you? Nothing, thanks. Can't sit at the bar if you don't order. I'm waiting to talk to your waitress. And wouldn't that wait go better with a cup of coffee? Or maybe a Beetlejuice smoothie? No. Then if you would, please wait, standing up. Hoff bloopers. Here's your Hoff bloopers. Manna from heaven. You're a doll, Emma. And you, sir, are still sitting. Fine. Coffee. There. Don't you feel more a part of society now? Good. Good. Always glad to help. John, how are the Hoffs? Oh, but great. Who's the guy? Dunno. He's waiting for Katie. I've never seen him before. He's old enough to be her father. Emma, table seven needs a stellar with cheese, double stellar no mayo, a side order of blaster bolts, and three small grape beetle juices. Got it. And Katie, there's a guy at the end of the bar who's looking for you. Oh, who is it? Hey there, kitty cat. Katie? Is everything all right? Hi, Dad. Please stay tuned while we interrupt this very special episode of the Stargate Cafe for a word from our sponsor, Ragtime! This week's word has been brought to you by... Who like crackle? It's you! Who like puff? It's you! 
Who love Crackle Puff? It's everybody! Crackle Puff's special super good. Crackle Puff crunchy yummy yum. We have flavor! You know, when I said I wanted to learn other jobs around here, I didn't mean giving me the entire floor to wait on. You're just covering while Katie's talking to her dad. Lunch is over anyway. You've got like one table. Uh, two tables? One table. The table Katie's sitting at doesn't count. What's up with him anyway? I've never seen Katie so freaked out. She hasn't seen him since her mom died. I seem to remember serving them their food, by the way. Maybe I'm mistaken about what makes the table mine. You dropped off the plates I gave you. Taking them their food isn't exactly waiting on them. Yeah, okay, so what happened? Did he abandon her or something? I have no idea. She never mentioned it before. Oh, and I'll be taking their empty plates, too. That counts for something. Taking the plates when they're done is called busting the table. That's your normal job. Fine. I only have one table, then. Um, and if she's never mentioned him before, then he must be a jerk. What was your relationship like with your parents? My parents are great. <laughs> no problems there. Yeah. Why do you ask? Because you've never mentioned them before? Hmm. I think your other, I mean your only table, wants a refill. More coffee? No thanks, darling. Yes, please. Now, kitty cat. It's Catherine, Nicholas. Catherine. I'm trying to make amends here. Amends? Amends? Do you even know what you need to make amends for? I was a horrible father. And? And husband. And? And pet owner. Dad? Even calling you that makes me want a filk and hurl. You shouldn't say filk. I'll say what I pod well please, Dad. You say you are a horrible father and that you are terrible to Mom. That's not even the start of it. Catherine. No. Let me tell you. Nothing you say will change the way I feel. You drove Mom away. You drove me away. You even drove the dog away. Do you know how hard it is to drive a dog away? You never stopped. I stopped gambling. And drinking. It wasn't the gambling and drinking, Dad. Pod Blaggett. Well, okay, it was. I mean, it sucked when you came home broke and drunk and we lost power, couldn't eat, or Mom had to. Well... But that wasn't even close to it, Dad. You weren't just a bad father or a bad husband. You were a bad person. You were a bad person. I'm... I'm dying, Cat. Something you should have done a long time ago. Goodbye, Dad. I'll appreciate if you don't come back. If you really have changed, you shouldn't find it all that hard to do. <laughs> oh, Pod. My own daughter. I can't even rely on my own daughter. You're going to stand here and watch us eat our entire meal. Huh? We're trying to eat in peace. You can come back and check on us, but I really don't want you standing over the table. Oh, sorry. I'll, uh, I'll be back in a bit. Waiters. Well, dear, he's only got one table. Two tables. Katie, he's gone, dear. How's the floor? Pete's got it covered. In a way. In a way? What way? Mostly in star cluster soup, but there's a decent amount of beetle juice soaked in for good measure. <laughs> oh, jeez. Emma, I need a moon. Shine? Something? Single or double? Uh, yeah, he said something about a nana. <sighs> Hannah's style is double. 
With cream. Catherine, you gotta help me. It is so busy out there. <laughs> okay, what do you got? <sighs> Three tables. And one of them is way over on the other side of the cafe. Three tables. Yeah, three. Tell you what, you go back to bussing, I'll take over the tables. Oh, thank you. And you may want to mop up that star cluster in the main aisle wave. So, John, you call your lady friend yet? Um, no. Cold feet? Not in the least. You know me. I thought I did. The John I know would have called her before the number was committed to the armband's memory. See? You don't know me. You gotta let a number sit for a while. Let it steep. So how long has this particular number been steeping? Two, maybe three, uh... Days? Well... Weeks? Not quite. Hours? Emma! Well? Months. Three months? I think it's pretty well steeped. Why have you let it sit so long? I have my reasons. What possible reason could you have for not calling a girl for three months? Emma, Pete totally forgot Table Nine's crater makers. Could you put this in now? <sighs> oh, is that the reason? Emma, shut up. What's going on? Nothing. Not a thing. Crater makers coming ASAP. Listen up, you maggots. Are you tired of the so-called normal people ragging on your favorite science fiction show? Are you tired of people looking at you and saying, Buffy the what? Then have I got the organization for you. Become a digger today. Download Sci-Fi Dig. It's the podcast all about science fiction, fantasy, and everything in between. That's SciFiDig.com. You'll dig it. Now drop and give me 50. And we're closed. Good thing you came out when you did, Katie. I was dying. Yeah, we're going to have to work on that if you want to be a waiter. So, how are you doing? <sighs> well, not too bad. A <laughs> couple of more days and, uh... Oh. Yeah, you're talking to Katie. Better. So what's the story? If you don't mind my asking. No, I don't. My father's a... A jerk. We gathered that. He's a gambler. He's a drinker. He's a con man and a swindler and a scumbag. During the war, he faked his death so he could sneak home. A lot of men did that. They wanted to make sure their families were okay. Yeah, their families. He came home so he could start smuggling moonshine to the front lines. But he was home. No, he wasn't, John. He was back on Alistair, sure. But do you think he told us he was alive? No. Mom had to get a form letter from the Navy. Attention, Mrs. Jones. We regret to inform you that your husband was blown away by the REs. We didn't find out he was alive until four years later. I was 15, Mom and I were so broke, and he came strolling into the bar I was working at. Oh, sweetie. See, he was broke. He took all of his money from running Shine, and the money he got when he sold his ship, and just filked it away. Then, he came to us for more. Mom and him were still legally married, so there is nothing she could do. He took my tips and her wages, and whatever he didn't drink, he lost at the track. It was the hardest thing Mom ever did, but she got a divorce and left the planet. She didn't take you? Legally, she couldn't. On Alistair, almost every custody battle goes to the father. They're kind of old-fashioned that way. So she told me she was moving to Cladnor, and when I turned 18, I should join her. I suffered through for two and a half long years, my dad taking all my tips and gambling them away. And on my 18th birthday, I took every red centron I'd kept from
from him and bought a ticket to Cladnor. Honey, you don't need to tell this. Yes, I do. As soon as the ship came through the gate, I was calling for her. I got nothing. When we landed, I searched. I searched and searched. Cladnor isn't a very nice place. I found out that she'd been an exotic dancer. When that wouldn't pay the bills, she turned to prostitution. In the end, I found out that her pimp got her addicted to Nicahadrol to keep her up all night to pull extra tricks. That flirk. She didn't even have an urn. They burned her and recycled her. All that was left of her was a slip of paper with her name, UP number, and cause of death. Was it Nicahadrol poisoning? Strangulation. She was murdered. Did they find who did it? Who was to blame? They never did find who did it, but I know who was to blame. Nick Jones. My father. Look, I gotta get home. I don't want you walking home alone tonight, Katie. Not with that flirk of a father of yours out there. Come on, Catherine. I'll walk you home. Thanks for walking me home, John. I really needed a friend tonight. Yeah. Too bad none of them showed up, huh? Ha ha ha. You're welcome, by the way. Anytime. And I mean that. Anytime. Here? Yeah. While we're being all friendly, can I say something? If it's about my dad... It is. No. Please? It's important. I know what you're gonna say. Then don't even listen. Look, I know what booze can do to a man. You work in a bar, you know too. And gambling can do worse. And you just need to look at Holland to know what war can do. I'm just saying, I, I know he did bad things, but anybody who put half of himself into creating half of you has got to be at least half good. <laughs> I think you might think better of me than you should, John. Maybe I do. I don't think so. Anyway, I said my piece. You can start listening again. Good night, John. And again, thanks. Good night. Would you like to come in for a drink, John? No, Katie, I really can't. Come on, John. You've been such a comfort to me. Now, Katie, I don't want to take advantage of a friend when she's vulnerable. But, John, what if I want you to take advantage? Well, Katie, twist my arm. Thank you for listening to the third episode of the Stargate Cafe. In this episode, in order of actor appearance, Lisa Clifford played Emma, Jamie Bartle played Katie Jones, Jeffrey Vargo was Pete, Bob Vogerl was John, Wesley Clifford played Al, and we introduce Andrew Rothman as Nick Jones, Katie's father. All music for the Stargate Cafe is courtesy DJ Blob, Bob Vogerl. The Cracklepuff commercial was written and directed, and the music was created for it, by Jeffrey Vargo. The Stargate Cafe is a PlanetRetcon.com production. Nickahadrol. Nickahadrol. Nick. Nick. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, had. Had. Rawl. Rahal. Pete, there's no H in it. Uh, yes, there is. N I C A H. 
A-D-R-O-L. Okay, yes, there is an H in it, but not at the end. What? The H is in the had. Had what? Nicahadrol. No, I've never had Nicahadrol. No, the had in Nicahadrol has the H. Wait, you just said it right. Of course I said it right. It's an easy word, Nicahadrol. But you just... No, you said it the right way that one time. Nicahadrol. Would you say it one more time, please? What? Nicahadrol. What? You don't hear it. No. Dear pot above, you are saying Nicahadrol. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Emma, come over here and listen to this. Yeah? Pete, say it again. Nicahadrol. And? You little filth pod. What? And that's it. Stay tuned next month for the dramatic conclusion that I've yet to write. And thanks to our special guest star, Andrew Rothman, for voicing Nick. And thanks to Kristen Ulbrecht for doing her part as the uncredited, until now, Fem One. Next week's show may be a bit late, as I'm spending all of next week deep in the right side of Texas, and I'm going to be there through next weekend. If I have the show done and access to the internet, I'll post it. Otherwise, it won't be up until Sunday night or Monday. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. And if you enjoyed listening to it even half as much as I enjoyed producing it, I win.